Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. I'm appalled at what you said on that pod thing. It's disgusting. This is the After the Show podcast. It's where we get honest and real with your ass. So sit back, relax, have a blast, because it's time for the After the Show podcast. Yeah, hello. Welcome to the KBJ After the Show podcast for Thursday. Watch out. I think this bitch going to be pretty educational here today. Very yeah, exciting. Yeah, always love to teach. We got such a smart audience. This is part of what's going on here today. Learn me something. That balances out your dumb panel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I think you guys are smart. <laughs> I know I'm not. I'm cool with it. it uh, it's going to start here with a little lesson about uh, hurricanes and fish. Not weights and fish. That's something that's completely different. <laughs> we got different. weights and fish. We got weights and fish. There we go. Yeah, no, it's, it's, her, no, it's hurricanes, hurricanes and fish. There, okay, all right, calm down, calm down. Oh, good. I wanted to know this. We asked this the other day. Do, do the fish know there's a hurricane on top of them? I am very anxious to hear this. Mm-hmm. Uh, what they said here was, yeah, I just uh, listened to the podcast yesterday where you discussed how hurricanes affect fish. And just by chance this morning, this article popped up on my Facebook feed, and it said that larger marine animals, such as sharks, seem to be barely affected. They can detect tiny changes in pressure as larger waves at the surface approach, um, but uh, they also will just then swim deeper or leave the area. But hurricanes have been known to result in large amounts of dead fish, crabs, sea turtles, oysters, etc., due to reduced amounts of dissolved oxygen in the water, rapid salinity changes, and violent surf. Damn, they do fuck them up. Huh. Certain wildlife is, yes. You got to maybe, like, let them know ahead of time that the hurricane is coming so they can swim deep. Oh, is that what they need to do? Yeah. They need, like, a Steve Weagle, but turtle style. Steve Turtle. Steve Turtle. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Maybe they can put up some signs underwater. Yeah, that's a good idea. Are you high? Are you high? Everyone thinks I'm high. What the fuck? I know, right? What are you smoking? Can I have some? Talk <laughs> <laughs> about turtles putting signs underwater. <laughs> Warn the fish. Hurricanes is coming. This is your team, coach. <laughs> mm-hmm. Got a lot of emails about dolls. One came from Holly. She said, when I was living in Lauderdale, I went to put some stuff in my storage unit, my condo building, and I walked into the storage area just to see this thing staring back at me. Oh, my gosh. Somebody placed it on a step stool against the wall. It scared the crap out of me when I walked in. It's a naked doll wearing red shoes. (laughs) Good Lord. And disheveled hair. 
It just looks like it's been victimized. That's that kind of hair where someone takes scissors and just starts fucking cutting pieces of hair. And yeah. They walk out the room and leave it. It's been in the ha- hands of a madman or and girl why, or whoever. Why did they give that baby doll a gut? That's, yeah. that's a weird fucking doll, man. It is, yeah. <laughs> odd, odd body shape, right? It almost looks like they forgot to put that one out. Like, oh, we need one more doll. And they took the, the, the spare parts and go, yeah. here's our doll. It's kind of like a middle-aged guy's gut. That's what my body looks like. If I took off my shirt, I've got those kind it's of the titties doll. and that kind of gut. And that kind of dick, too. <laughs> He's hung like a baby. It's non-existent. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> no, babies uh, do have a belly that sticks out like that. That's a baby thing. A gut like that? <laughs> <laughs> that baby has a fupa. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying, I, I, I look at baby Lachlan a lot. He does not have a beer gut. <laughs> <laughs> He's not there yet. Arlo said, uh, here is a picture of an orphaned doll I received for Christmas back in the 1960s. Um, You're holding on to a doll that you were given in the 60s? Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it says my mother liked to buy into strange and different things, and it kind of freaked me out. Oh, my gosh. What the hell? Look at that doll. That thing looks so sad and broken and evil. Wow. It looks like, (laughs) uh, was it Tim Burton that does those movies? It It looks like something out of a Tim Burton movie. That is a fucked up doll right there. That that scares me more than a Vlad. Well, because there's pain. It's it's sadness. It's like the world has done me wrong. There's a big tear across the front of her dress, leaving her bare skin exposed like she's been violated. That is a great doll. I would buy that doll. That's a that is a creepy doll that I would like. Yikes. Arlo, what you got? You just can't wait to part with another seventy five dollars, can you? Uh, he's in the market. <laughs> that bit's already paid for itself. I mean, Vlad, it's been trending all week. Vlad is trending. Pay for itself. <laughs> and um, Jill says, I think I've got uh, Vlad's long-lost brother. We call it Satan Claus. It's kind of like a baby that somebody's put a beard on. It looks like a baby's face with crazy radiant blue eyes. It's in a Santa suit. Whoa, that's but creepy. It, it, it doesn't look like a Santa face. It looks like a baby doll's face, like a baby's face in a Santa get-up. He, he knows when you are sleeping, so he can suffocate you <laughs> with a pillow. Because wow. that Santa is evil. There's Satan Claus. Oh, my God. But I love it, though. I love that weird, quite odd, a, creepy shit. Quite a collection. <laughs> We're putting together. All right. How much for Satan Claus? This guy will pay 75 bucks. I I will know. I only did that because I I felt like the the KVJ Nation would would have been mad at me if I didn't buy the doll. They did want to see how it was going to play out. But then they're like, you paid 75 bucks for that? Fucking dumb fuck. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know, guys. They told you to do it, and they called you a dumb fuck for doing it. I'm all confused. (laughs) Is Vlad the most you've paid for one of your dolls? No. Oh, you've paid more. Uh, for for uh, for dolls, no. Yes, you're you're right. Vlad is the most I paid for a doll. I don't I don't really collect the dolls. I, I'm more of a figure and a statue kind of a guy. Okay. And you've paid more for those, clearly. Well, I mean, I mean, you're nine and a half a tall werewolf. How much is that retail for? That was so at the time because I kind of was early with that. I believe it was four hundred dollars. Okay. And again, that was for me. That was worth it. 
know how much you know how many posts and, and videos I've done with that thing? We have one of the best KVJ photos with that thing. I have people from Uber Eats coming back there taking pictures with it. it it's <laughs> fun. It's part of the community. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't change it. To me, that that's a that's a good buy. You know, technically, all that stuff's a tax write-off. Yeah, right? uh, you're, yeah. You're, you write that off on your taxes, I hope. Absolutely. Yeah. If it becomes material for the show. Isn't it all material? Everything is material. Yeah. I'm writing off my dinner last night because I got an oyster. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because the oyster, I I needed it for, what did I lick? Okay. Guys, that thing smelled terrible. Was that a bad oyster? It wasn't bad, but it did sit in my purse for a minute. What is is a tequesta minute? Is that three days? No, no. I got it last night. I went to uh, Buckashuck. Okay. All right. You know about this bucket shuck, Kev? <laughs> yeah, I think that's the name of the, the party kind of thing, right? Is yeah. That what it was? Oh, It's okay. over at uh, Lucky Shuck and Love Street. They do mm-hmm. on Wednesdays dollar oysters and dollar wings. You love two foods that I just cannot wrap my head around how anyone would like them. Crawfish, which is just fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and oysters. Yeah. I mean, just... <laughs> I see what you're saying about the oyster. It does look repulsive, but I will fight you in the street about the crawfish. That's some good eating. And you're not lying to her when you say you like the crawfish, Kev. You really do like it. I do, yeah. I, it's, it's a lot of work, um, so I don't eat it that often, but it's, it's, a, it's a fun little novelty food for me. He wants you to hate the crawfish so, so bad. I know he does. He wants to be on team. I know he does. We all hate crawfish. I know. <laughs> it, it, it's 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 hard to get him. It's hard to get him on my side with this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> my my brother in law is coming back making that crawfish etouffee you loved, Kev. Oh, that was so good. Wasn't that great? I don't know if I'd ever really had etouffee before. Oh, it's it, so good. Yeah, I, I don't know if I could have any other now. I'm already spoiled. W- would you say that was a five out of five meal? Because I've heard you talk yeah. about it a few times. Yeah, it was. It was a hundred. It was. It was that amazing. He makes it good. If, if it weren't for diet, yeah. I, I would eat that probably ten times a week, and I wouldn't get sick of it. There's certain meals that you have that even weeks or months, years later, you go, "Man, I wish I had that right now." It tasted so good. That's how I felt about that grilled cheese. I took one bite of it at the movie theater and nodded off, <laughs> and the waitress took it away. But it was the best bite. It was so good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Got uh, a question here from Ashley. She said, I'm curious. Radio is notorious for not being very lucrative, and it hasn't been for years. Why did you all choose this career and stay as long as you all do? It seems the schedule is rough outside of the studio time. Just curious, and would you recommend it for the younger generations? If not, what would you suggest? If so, any specific roles? Um, yeah, I mean, radio has definitely changed over the years. And when I got into it, it was kind of more of a hobby back in college. And then I just asked at the radio station where I kind of, you know, start off with, didn't think it was going to be anything I was going to do for a career. I said, can you actually make money in this? They said, yeah, if you do all right in mornings, you can, you can make uh, decent money and you can, I yeah. mean, you know, there's people that have made a ton of money and you know, where we are, you know, we do okay. I'm happy with uh, the living wage 
that I make doing what we do. And it's a lot of fun. And yeah, the hours are challenging, but you know, to be able to every day have a new demand of creativity and have fun with your friends. And, you know, we got really lucky too, and how we fell into all this. So I, I do love uh, what we do, and I feel like we're uh, compensated well for it. No, Kevin's right, because there are some horror stories in radio, but we are lucky with mm-hmm. what uh, we've been able to build as a team. And mornings is the most lucrative day part. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm all about it. So I, I would not change. Now, talking to a younger generation, I've got a daughter that's kind of dabbling in it where she's doing a podcast and she's got her own little TikTok and all that kind of stuff. And again, it's just really a hobby for her and just kind of to mess around. You know, to me, it's more multimedia. So I've got a son, Cannon, that I think would be great going into media, but it would be more sports stuff. He loves sports. You know, he's all into that. If he learned to edit stuff up and he loves numbers on top of it, man, when you break down sports gambling is becoming a big thing, doing stats, breaking down things like that. He loves all that kind of stuff. I wonder where he got that from. (laughs) Well, I know where he got the love of sports. I mean, he was just immersed in it from birth. You know, that was it. He's been nothing but sports. As corny as this will sound, I really do believe if you're if you have passion with something and you really love what you're going for, you will find a way to make a living. You may not be a millionaire. But you'll find a way to make a living and be be happy. If it may, it may not be the easiest mm-hmm. road, and there may be some obstacles, but if you really love something and that's what yeah. you focus on, I think you can win. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, we'll see what he winds up doing. But I could see you know when he graduates high school, plugging him in with our friend Josh Cohen over there at ESPN Radio, and in fact, his uh, one of his quarterback coaches actually works over there right now. So we're kind of tied in, and yeah, having him do that. But to me, I think that you have to diversify now. I wouldn't say put everything into just being on radio. To me, it would be, uh, you know, work on doing a sports gambling thing, having a podcast, making videos, doing the radio thing. You're so right. No, Kevin's a hundred percent. It'd right. be all of those things that now would add up to. I, I think it would be a, a a decent wage and. You know, hey, if if you think that you need to make several hundred thousand or million dollars, things like that, I, I would say, you know, this is probably not the field for you because it's it's going to be extremely rare that you're going to achieve that. But if you can just have enough money for me, look, I got a simple little house and, you know, I'm I, I buy discount clothes and uh, but you ain't got no simple discounted hair. That's for damn yeah, sure. You're right. Yeah. Cadillac yeah. Hair. yeah. Hair club, baby is uh, hooked me up with that. And so, you know, it's uh, been nice. So yeah, with all those kind of things, I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I couldn't be more content. I'm not one of those people that needs a massive. And honestly, if I had a ton of money, I don't, Either my wife and daughter would spend it or I'd give it away. So Your wife and daughter would spend it. They would. They yeah. would. But if I didn't have them and I had a ton of money, I probably would not live any different than what I do. And I would probably just be giving all of it away. I've got a standard of living. I'm, I'm good with it. I, don't, I wouldn't even want a private jet. I wouldn't want a boat. Screw all that, man. I'm, I'm from simple people and I don't like a lot of money. And we're all. I'll we're, give it to Virginia. If I didn't have my kid, I'd give it to Virginia. Virginia, have fun with I'll it. I'll take it and I'll yeah. throw some ragers. Yeah, you invite me every now and then. Every time. My money. You're no, invited. But we're, we're, we are lucky. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, uh, my own kids, I, you know, uh, I'm recommending, you know, that, hey, yeah, they, they do it and kind of laying out what you have to do to be successful. All it is is you just have to figure out how to get an audience. We got KBJ Nation, and if you build an audience, a loyal audience, then you can make money off of it. And that's, that's all true. it is today. That's all it is. And you got to find, you got to connect to them on every platform that you possibly can. 
And that's all it is today. Radio is no different than any other multimedia stuff. I mean, you look at how many celebrities now are doing podcasts. You're right. It's basically radio. They have the name recognition. Therefore, yeah. that equals audience. And then that equals money. Yep. They have an audience. So these, mother- so these motherfuckers want to say, what's your salary? We ain't getting into any of that. No. <laughs> We're not dropping numbers. No. <laughs> uh, that just ruined all the fun, wouldn't it? It just ruined <laughs> all the fun. Uh, Stephanie had said there was some secret between Virginia and Jaybird last week that they couldn't discuss on the air we until discussed this it. week. Did I miss the big reveal? If so, would you give it to me again? That's weird that this email, I'm sorry, did they say their name? I hate calling people emailers, uh, but being Virginia just, we're talking about that during commercial break. Just talking about it. And I, I feel so bad for cock teasing and blue balling the audience. Mm-hmm. We can't tell. We can't, we're not there yet. We're not it's there not the yet. Right time. Okay. We don't want to get in trouble. And I know you guys wouldn't want us to get in trouble. If we talk about it now, we could get in trouble. I promise y'all we will definitely tell this story. But I'm just being honest. We can't tell it yet. The tide has mm. to change a little bit on a few things behind the scenes. It's not lining up with our guts. No. Okay. But trust us. We will tell you. And you'll be underwhelmed. Yeah, I think you will be <laughs> underwhelmed because we've made it out to be now this Now we've made thing. it out to be some yeah. big thing. It's really not even that big of a fucking yeah. deal. Now, yeah, now we've, we've ruined everything. <laughs> <laughs> we're not giving them the payoff and we're going to make them mad because when we give them the payoff, it's going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you either. <laughs> mm-hmm. We will eventually say what it was, though. Okay, so they just wanted to make sure that they hadn't missed you it. Have so you have not have missed yeah. it, no. Believe me, I have been thinking about uh, being honest about it, but it ain't the right time. Mm-hmm. I love eating better, and with Factor, you can do it. Every single fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-curated, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every single week, including calorie-smart options, Protein Plus, also keto, and there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day, courtesy of Factor. What are you waiting for? Call today and get after those goals. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save today. They've done the math for us. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved and it's nutritious and they're delicious. So do what I did. Head to factormeals.com slash KVJ50 and use code KVJ50 to get 50% off. That's code KVJ50 at factormeals.com. I love eating better, and with Factor, you can do it. Every single fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-curated, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every single week, including calorie-smart options, Protein Plus, also keto, and there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day, courtesy of Factor. What are you waiting for? Call today and get after those goals. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save today. They've done the math for us. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved and it's nutritious and they're delicious. So do what I did. Head to factormeals.com slash KVJ50 and use code KVJ50 to get 50% off. That's code KVJ50 
at factormeals.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. And a uh, shout out to Ashley. She said, uh, life has been very hard for us. So last night I had sat and watched some old YouTube videos to get my mind off things. And I've watched every morning show and ATS podcast for over a year. And the old stuff was very entertaining, too. I watched a stunt where you guys were trying to do a handstand and push up from CrossFit. We <laughs> used to go to CrossFit and uh, drink Bloody Marys, right? That'd make me feel better about my life right now. This was uh, Meathead Kev, an awkward Jaber with a savor flavor beard, and Denny's with a mustache. Anyway, Kev went first and bled all over his bald spot, and Jaber went next and kicked Denny's. I needed this laugh so badly. Where have you all been my whole life? I remember that. You, yeah. you bled. You, you, your eyes rolled back in your <laughs> Oh, yeah, because I had a ball cap on, and the little button on the top of the ball cap went into my bald spot. Yeah, you bleed a lot from the top of your head. I was bleeding all over the place. You, can't, you can barely cut your head, and it looks like murder times 10 has happened. Yes, it was so gruesome. And then there's nothing worse than a scalp scab. Oh, you're afterwards. right. Afterwards, it's like this weird bump scab on your yeah. head oh i know it's the it's worst guys i've crazy. had so many cuts on my head just from doing <laughs> dumb shit mm-hmm. <laughs> so there you go that is uh, ashley the mom with bayou the tiny dinosaur well best to you ashley and uh hope that you can uh, find some joy and laughs yeah in this uh time of struggle the one bit i know we've done we did a long time ago i'd love to bring it back just to see if me and virginia could do better than what we did the beer mile I want to do that so uh, bad again. I was training at that right. time. I was training for a marathon. So I was in the best shape. There's no freaking way I would be able to do it this like now. In that in the, that just shows you how dumb I am because I feel like we're seasoned now. No. And that we would be better now. Right? I know for a fact I was in the best shape of my adult life when we did the beer mile. I remember because I was like, I'm going to clean his clock. I'm going to do this. I am. I've been running. I was so cocky going into that. And I projectile vomited beer like I was a fountain fish. I wonder how many people have done that and completed it without throwing up. Because it was, oh, there's it was been a ton. People there's, do it. I mean, there's been a ton. I mean, not long ago, we were talking about that guy. Remember, he did it just with one shoe. Yeah. And I guess he'd lost his shoe or something like that. I remember, and he was, it was like nothing to him. He, running was effortless. Drinking the beer, chugging it down was effortless. It was amazing to watch. It, it, like, it was like five minutes, something like that. Is that Dang. what you, I think you he were, did it in? You were training, though, so you were in shape. I, I guess you just can't run with beer? Is that what I was is? running and training for a half marathon. So a lot of people can't do it. Yeah. A lot of people that are runners try it and end up throwing up. Maybe you just have to have, like, the perfect combination of running ability and stomach size. So it's not about being out of shape. It's about running with the beer in your belly, and it does something. Because if you're in shape and but, you're throwing up, it's not because you're out of shape you're throwing up. But if you're out of shape, you're not going to run as well. Like, I was running pretty fast. That's what I mean. I was running, like, a seven, eight-minute mile. Like, I was booking it. I was trying. We know. We used to call you Running Ronda. <laughs> it, 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 it didn't work.
<laughs> just didn't flow right out. Can you it? rewind that back? <laughs> <laughs> well, verbal speed bump in there. You take a chance, and sometimes it just blows up in your face. Ronnie Rhonda sounds like I took a shit in my pants while I was jogging. <laughs> Ronnie Rhonda. Oh, Ronnie Rhonda. Get her a porta potty. Did you say you almost pooped your pants, Ronnie, or you did poop your I pants? I sharted oh. when I did the Palm Beach Marathon. <laughs> yeah, uh, people do a lot. Yeah, Kim, my wife, was uh, a runner, and she'd talk about that all the time. Yeah, people were always crapping her pants. You couldn't help it. If you push your body that hard. <laughs> fucked, man. It's just... Another reason why I just I don't find running awesome. <laughs> right? I mean, you're talking I mean, about sharding? What's anything where I'm shitting my pants in public is not my thing. <laughs> I, I did it for leukemia lymphoma. I did it for light the night or whatever the thing was, uh, whatever the fundraiser. I wanted to see if I could do a half marathon, and I did it, and I'll never have to do it again. It would just be cool to do charity and raise money without shitting your pants. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? I feel like we could have it both ways. I shit my pants for you guys. <sighs> You're right. This bro. is for kids with cancer. And if you shit your pants as a runner, does that make you more cooler in the running community going oh man kevin it's like you're in a club yeah Yeah. is that respect Uh, i the one thing that i think it was was uh puking if you if you vomit i remember when our daughter caitlin she was young and she ran the palm beach marathon um it was only the 5k and as soon as she crossed the finish like and i remember her grandfather was so proud of her because you know he was the one that you know, trained mom to run. It was like, yeah, it was just, you know, like, like that was a rite of passage that he was like, that's great. She's running a puke. And here I am. I'm like, okay, so you're doing something that's causing you to vomit and shit your pants. <laughs> your body's and telling miserable. you. No. Like, no. what are we doing? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's madness to me. Your it's body mad- hates I it. I don't get it. Can, like, I just, can, can I cut you a check? None of this. <laughs> none, of, I, I, none of this rationalizes to me. <laughs> I'm with you, Kev. Just does not check out. Uh, a couple of emails. Uh, C from Stuart commenting somebody had sent an email today where his wife's family wants to go to Ireland next year. It's going to be a nine-day trip, $8,000, and they're going to be in pubs every night, and he's not a massive drinker like they are. And he really doesn't want to go, but we were like, hey, look, you know, one, find a cheaper way to get over there. You can't cut some of the costs on that. Suck it up, go. And while they're on their eighth beer, you can dismiss yourself and go check out other things. There's a lot of cool stuff you can see in Ireland. That was, you know, at least my thoughts on it. And uh, C said, I got to go to the Keys this weekend with our family of five and my wife's mother and her brother's family, two dogs and all. Instead of going to the FSU game in Orlando with my college friends, I never get to see anymore. Oh, It's just the way it is. Sacrifice and compromise. But you best believe I'll be waking the house up to the war chant on blast at 7 a.m. on Sunday. And I forgot to mention, too, they're all Gator fans. <laughs> you know what, that cat sounds like he's got the right perspective. Yeah. He's, he knows he's got to do it for the family, and if he's going to do it, he's going to make it fun. I if agree. If you've got to do it, might as well make it fun. Yeah, look, I mean, you know, hopefully you've decided to marry somebody that you really want to invest in, and seeing them happy means a lot to you over your own selfish enjoyment to go to a football game here and there. And... You know, so making sure that uh, you have a great marriage is more important than going out and hanging out with college buddies at a Florida State game. We all know that that's going to be way more fun. (laughs) Yeah, and and if you're a person that's like, I just couldn't do that, then, you know, we always encourage. I I think that uh, a lot of people should not get married. Don't do it. I, I, I think you're right. Even the people that I know that are married, uh, some of them are. I, a lot of them probably did it because of the standards and norms. You're right. I think there was pressure mm-hmm. with a lot of them. I think sometimes people think they can't do better 
in situations and they stay in a terrible situation because they don't think they're worthy of another better opportunity. Yeah. I mean, I know a couple of people that they don't even like each other. I don't even think they liked each other before they got and married. That's too bad. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah and, and I think they just didn't think they could do any better. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. I hear you. I compromise and sacrifice like a motherfucker in my uh, relationship and I'm so happy I would do it over again. I love being with my wife and love being with my family and all that kind of stuff. It's the best thing on earth. So for me, yeah, with all the sacrifices you make, trust me, I'd love to be at that Florida State game this weekend as well. (laughs) Look at that. That'd be a hell of a lot of fun. Who ordered the sweetheart, Kev? Look out, man. I will be at the Florida State game. Yeah, I know you you are. I don't compromise dick. I looked at the prices. I thought about it. I could have gone. The queen was like, if you want to do it, and, I, and you're right. I looked at the prices. And again, for her, I looked at kind of where you. We got bad seats, yeah, though. And I know she, the queen don't like don't, bad seats. She don't seats. roll with that. I'm, I'm like, fine with bad seats. Yeah. When, the, when the expensive seats are 500, 600, 700, I'm just not going to pay that. So right. I've got to be up in the nosebleeds. But for me, it's about the tailgate. I got a parking pass. The lot opens at 230. I'm going to bring my gumbo. I'm going to have all kind of music You guys send me so many photos. I'm so jealous. Like, you just keep describing, like, gosh, that's going to be so awesome. I'm, gonna, I'm so happy for I'm you. I'm going to tailgate your dick off. But yeah. the, the difference between Virginia and even your average person, you have a traveler spirit. I and do. You do. You're like my boy Bigfoot. It's in your DNA. You do it the right way. You have excitement about it. Yeah. There's a gusto to the way you maneuver. Not everyone's like that. Well, and you got to do this game because you went to LSU. Your daughter's going to Florida State. So it's not... You know, to me, it's just a good football game. It is. To you, it's, I mean, it's ingrained in who your family is right now. It's everything we are right now. Right. So you have to do this game. If I don't go to any other game this year, this is the one I have to go to. And my sister's flying into Orlando. She is bringing her husband. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds weirder if you sexualize her husband. 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 Oh, yeah. <laughs> And I think my uh, Panda's boss, uh, my friend from New Orleans, Jim, I think he's going too. So we got a nice crew of New Orleans and Baton Rouge people. That's the one thing. I don't know if it happens to y'all, but anytime I travel, and I'm talking whether you're going on a plane or you're going to kind of, you know, a great distance, it almost a spiritual thing happens. There's, there's, It makes my mind think about things that I may not have thought about if I was at home. It just kind of opens you up. To uh, I don't, new like, possibilities, like a, but, a, but a spiritual side of things. I yeah. think you kind of start doing a little checklist in your life. Am I am I crazy? It's nice to get out of the routine. Yeah, I think it forces you to kind of I don't know bring out spirit. I sound I sound high again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michelle C said, "Hey, not sure if anybody's written in Kev, but a good watch on Netflix is Untold Swamp Kings about the Florida Gators, Tim Tebow's." Start back around their run with Urban Meyer winning the two national championships. They even show the Ohio State game, 41-14. Even some LSU uh, action in there. Apparently, the student body got a hold of Tim Tebow's cell phone number, and he got (laughs) thousands of calls and texts the week of the game. They're saying bad things about his sister and his mom. Uh, They're talking about raping and killing them. Oh, damn. He admits it was personal, and they showed game recaps, and you could see on his face how pissed he was, and he was just pounding LSU because of it. It's a good watch if you like football. Wow. That, man, that's just a good story. Yeah. I, I would go back just to see 
Yeah. I'm sure someone's condensed that and made a little thing about it. They do that with everything now. Yeah, probably. And, you know, look, I, I, I addressed it quickly on the show this week, and I watched the first episode last week, and, and it's good. It's getting a lot of criticism for being a fluff piece because there was so much scandal and... Man, there were some real seedy characters on that team, and they did not go into the real great dirt. So there was a lot left untold. Oh, the dirt's always the best stuff. That's why I watched that Eagles documentary. Dennis, can you yeah. pull that clip of him saying the dirt's always the best stuff? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he loved it. The dirt's always the best stuff. The dirt's always the best stuff. I've been very, I've been very engaged into the dirt. All of you noticed that or not? I have. Check the tapes. Very <laughs> engaged. Yeah. Yeah. You like the Eagles documentary? Uh, I forgot. I forgot what the fuck I was saying. You interrupted me. They're, They're all good. That, that Hard Knocks <laughs> is is great too. It is. I do that, like that show. That um, they're doing it on the Jets, and you got Aaron Rodgers, a hotshot quarterback. And the latest clip on that, he was in a game, and he's you know just zipping the ball over the place, scoring touchdowns. And this uh, guy's coming up and kind of hitting him a little bit after the whistle, and just kind of being a little bit of a you know fuckhead. And Aaron Rodgers kind of starts jawing at him, and the guy comes up and says something to him. He's like, "Going, I don't even know who you are." He's like, you're in, inconsequential in this league. And the guy said to him, like, I don't know who you are. He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, right. You don't know who Aaron Rodgers is? Yeah. Girl, hey. sit down. He's like, he's <laughs> like, that is the best burn on the field when guys come up to me and say anything. He's like, I don't even know who you are. Damn. That's awesome. He's like, you do not have a name in this industry. That's great. That's a great it, cut, it, man. It really kind of works <laughs> in about any field, though. If somebody wants to say, I don't even know who you are. I'm Jayberg. I never heard of you. <laughs> Get out of here, dick face. Mm-hmm. Uh, Valerie with a shout out too. She just wanted to say, hey, uh, Seminole Ridge has a football game tonight. Yes, there's some high school action tonight. So my son's school has a uh, big game tonight. Please let me know when you find out Cannon's first JV game or at least a, a schedule. I would, I would like to try to yeah. make it at least a one or two of those games. No doubt. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm, it's a new world for us. And uh, apparently they only have about six games and I don't even know when they're coming up with the schedule. So, yeah, they, they have a game tonight, but I don't even think he's on the field. So JV has a game. No, oh, his high okay, school team. Right. Yeah. yeah, his high school team has a, uh, uh, a game against a very tough opponent. So we'll see. I'll let you know how it goes tomorrow. Let me see. Got an email here. Uh, a couple people talking about uh, some of the fun names that uh, we had had going on. The baby names. Yeah, weird names. Kathy and Stewart said, uh, my last name is Bush. My parents are going to name me Rose. And I have a brother, and they were going to name him Barry. Thank goodness they didn't. <laughs> That's uh, good. Uh, Ashley said, I went to school with a Merry Christmas, M-A-R-Y. Okay, and I, and I work with twin girls named Michelle and Michelle. One had two L's, the, only, the other one had only one because her mom loved the name so much. What? She couldn't bring herself to find another name, so she just spelled it different. That's so weird. I grew up with a, a guy in Lake Park. He was older than me, uh, Brian O'Brien. I thought that was kind of a cool name. Brian O'Brien. Brian O'Brien. That's kind of neat, right? It rolls off the tongue. I, yeah. That guy needs to open a sports bar. We know a Kelly Kelly. That's a cool name, I think. Pennington Pennington. Jason Jason. Sounds like a law firm. Virginia, Virginia. (laughs) That sounds terrible. Yeah, it doesn't really work with anything else, but uh, for some reason, Kelly Kelly does. Kevin Kevin. No, it doesn't work with Kevin Kevin. (laughs) No. Um, Cody said, uh, yeah, I started watching the Bob Mitzvah movie with Adam Sandler, 
Just to let you know, it's for tweens. I couldn't make it past 10 minutes. Rotten Tomatoes is trash. Oh. Every review I've ever tested from them is wrong because they got it at uh, the tomato meters at 96%. Fans was like just over 60%. Like I said, I was the comment we had on the regular show the other day. It's weird with Adam Sandler, the fans used to love his movies and the critics hated it. And you look at his last three or so movies for the most part. There's a few in there that are not, but his tomato meter scores now are way higher than his fan scores. I mean, the way I look at it is I don't ever trust the critics anymore. So the only Rotten Tomato score I do look at is the the, the fan one because they have the two numbers on there. Mm-hmm. And one's for the audience and one's for the dick face critics. Yeah. Critics. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I love Adam Sandler. Even, even when Adam Sandler does shitty work... I, I just love Adam Sandler. I love his overall body. You need to watch that movie and let us know if it's good. I don't, I don't think I'm going to like it, but I, I will watch it. His movies are, are weird. And, you know, um, somebody in the chat room just said, yeah, I never, uh, as Angie in Hollywood, she said, I never go into a Sandler movie with high expectations. And I think in a way I do, but there are ones that I'm pleasantly surprised with. And that's almost kind of the way it is. Like Adam Sandler, I don't know if there's, if there's ever been anybody that's more hit or miss with me than Adam Sandler. Like, I, The Waterboy, I think, is a great movie. I love that. Happy Gilmore, I think, is a great movie. Waterboy is one of my least favorite. And I'm kind of like, y'all, when he go, when he does too much of, yeah. oh, 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 oh. I, I, I like when he plays normal or, right. or regular. Yeah. Uh, Billy, I, I or, can see why you'd say that. I think it's probably the football angle that I like it. And, and that part yeah. is good. Uh, but Happy Gilmore, he pretty much just plays himself. And it's it's yeah. my favorite movie. It's such a funny movie. Right. And it's goofy. Yeah. Uh, Hustle was one I didn't expect. I went into that. I'm like, well, that's going to suck. It's a basketball movie. And Kev, I wanted to like it so bad. I, I liked it. And I watched it with my son. He liked it. Again, it's a sports thing. So I, I think that's it. If, if you're not a big sports fan, I don't know what you love it. But you look at that. Tomato Meter's got it at 93%. Fan score is 93. That might be his... His highest performing movie. For which one? My, ear, that, my earphones h- came out. Hustle. Hustle. Yeah. I think that is his highest scoring. That's the critics, though, right? Both. He's, he's 93 on critics and fan. Wow, people loved Hustle. Is they that did. The one, what was the one you watched with him and you hated it, Virginia? Uncut it, Gems. I, that that, that was, does well with the tomato meter. That, that scores. Uh, that's a 91 on tomato meter in a 52 with fans. I didn't like That's it. one of the ones I was talking about where it's crazy how it's just flipped on him now. I think I'm getting uncut gems in the basketball one mixed up. Hustle I, is different from uncut gems. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Virginia. I appreciate the backup on that. <laughs> well, I'm trying to help you. Okay, next time, go fuck yourself. I'm not going to help you, dumbass. <laughs> mm-hmm. That Punch Drunk Love is probably his second biggest movie to hustle. It's 79 on the tomato meter and 77 on the audience score. I love that movie. It's probably my second favorite Adam Sandler movie. And he plays, it's not a comedy, he plays a guy that's got anger issues. And it. I think you both would like that movie. Ke- I, Kevin may not. I think Virginia would like it more than Kevin. You might watch it and go... What the fuck is this thing about? Okay. But he does a really good job mm-hmm. as playing just a guy trying to kind of come in unhinged and trying to keep it together the best he can. And he really, he really can't. The Happy Gilmore that you love has an 85 fan score, 62 critics. 
That's kind of more what it used to be. The fans loved his movies. The critics didn't. Like Billy Madison, 79 fan score, 40 critic score. Billy Madison. And that's even more. Oh, oh. Right. That's why I've never seen it. I, I'm I like, don't think you would love yet. Billy Madison, Kevin. Big Daddy, 74% on the audience score, 39 on the critics. I like Big Daddy. Until the fucking end in the courtroom. Oh, it drives me up the wall. It would never be. I get it. It's a movie bird. But still, keep it somewhat realistic. The ending where he defends himself and then his dad's the judge. It was just shit. Or the dad's the lawyer. It it, it turns into a goofy court. None of it would ever be allowed. It wouldn't even be. It it couldn't even hold up in court, Kevin. Okay. Kind of fucking hate Big Daddy now. (laughs) No, I, you just flipped. I love the movie until the courtroom part. Chat room, I had my back on that one. Mm-hmm. And uh, people also mentioning 50 first dates, which to me, that's that's a solid, I love that movie as well. It's got some holes in it too. It, it does. Yeah, no doubt it does. Uh, the critics hated it. I did like that movie though. That's uh, 45% tomato meter, 65% audience score. Did you like that one? I don't know if I saw that one. Gosh. Sorry. Sorry. I can't believe you've never seen that. I, I like Big Daddy. <laughs> you okay. got one, Bird. You, you did good. You did good. <laughs> That's about all you're going to get. I feel bad. I don't remember the court scene at the end that you're so pissed about, though. I, I have know. no recollection of that in Big Daddy. I know. And, I'll, and instead, we'll go, Bird, that's the best part. And I'm like, what, what, I'm just, what the fuck's going on out there, Virginia? <laughs> Uh, Rhonda sent an email, and I keep seeing this story. I think it's the Palm Beach Post that has uh, put it out there several uh, times. And uh, I'm a huge uh, dog lover. I know Bird is as well. And wanted to get this out here because Rhonda said, um, if you're not aware, pretty much all the local shelters here in Palm Beach County and even across the country are now being inundated with people dropping off their dogs for all sorts of reasons. Some of them I can understand, but others, they're just moving to a new place that uh, doesn't allow dogs. Other people are moving and just leaving their dogs behind. Mm. Uh, and because the shelters are so overpacked, they're being forced to euthanize so many Aww. good, kind, loving dogs that I have no idea that it's their last day. And the pup thinks they're going out for a walk or to be oh. adopted and curtains so you know i got to get that out there that if you have it in your heart to uh, get a dog it'd be a good time to do it said the volunteers were doing our best every single day to try to make uh, the new arrivals feel comfortable and it's just it's heartbreaking for us just to see day after day of dogs being euthanized oh gosh this is not what i want to hear on a thursday dog i don't know that there's ever a good time for this story i know it's never a good happy fun thing but you know look if if anybody's out there and you've been thinking man it is it's a good time and you know yasik said yeah rent increase people got to move gosh it's so unfortunate what the hell's going on man but there that's one thing that maybe you weren't aware of that Inflation's affecting freaking dogs, man, and so. Oh, dude, dog, dogs like sad dog shit makes me so. It, yeah. it, it really can make me very Hate sad, it. and yeah. it really makes such a difference that you adopt, not shop. Please yeah. adopt a dog that is walking the green mile. Yeah. He'll Absolutely. appreciate it. You're, you're you're doing such a good thing, and you can just feel so good about yourself and what you did for adopting a dog that was going to be euthanized. We went to a big dog ranch to get Freya, D- Denny's and Jen's dog, and they run a great operation there. I'm yeah. not just saying that to say it. They have a ton of options, yeah. and they they know what they care. 
Make, they get such great dogs. I mean, my son, uh, Colin, he's got uh, a shelter dog that he went and rescued. I mean, he, he loves that dog. He just he trained it to uh, and now it uh, paddle boards with him. Aww. I watched yeah. the uh, video of Steve-O. He, I had never seen it before. It was Wendy, the one that I was petting. Yeah. I saw how he met it. I was, I, was, I had tears in my eyes. Aww. Yeah, just on the street, street right? Dog. Street dog, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then the yeah. dog would not would not leave his side. It, they're it was in, they're inseparable. He, he, he's always brought that dog in studio. Yeah, and, I, and the last time he was here, I was petting him. Like, hey, thanks for molesting my dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're you getting were a little too antsy. I was all over that you dog. Were. Yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, she just wanted to say shout out to the paid and non-paid people who are carrying the burden of just trying to be there and comforting the pets dumped at the shelters. Also, a tribute and a shout out to uh, Bob Barker, who always encouraged people to spay and neuter their pets. And, yes. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I've become such a huge Bob Barker fan after yeah. he passed away. I love the clip of him talking about he just is chilling, drinking tequila and sitting and just watching shit. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> I just love loved it. it. Yeah, what a, I'm, I'm, I'm so envious of his retirement. I think I'd do the same thing. He's saying he's petting his dog, drinking tequila and watching TV. I mean, that's, that's heaven. It, that is. At 90, what was he? 99? No, 99. he's 99, just short of 100. Yep. Just Same as my grandma. She's going to get to 100. We're She's going to make we're it. Gonna get, we're getting triple digits out of grandma. Okay. And uh, shout out to Darlene, longtime listener. I moved from West Palm to D.C., uh, still listen every day. Taking my first trip to Europe and going on my first cruise. I'm so excited for the uh, time change. That means I get to listen to KBJ and have a little... Peace of home. So thanks for being you. Well, enjoy your trip, Darlene. Yeah, send us pictures. Yeah. And uh, thanks for still listening to us in D.C. Yeah, you can't take us absolutely anywhere on planet Earth. So appreciate all that. Y'all are the best, man. Thanks for being here. We'll see you back tomorrow. Goodbye.